Hello and welcome back to AHSM News. Today our topic is discourse. For those of you who don't know, discourse is all the acts of communication on a topic. How discourse both reflects and shapes the way we understand a topic. Food industry always will bring up a personal responsibility, takes the most unrealistic thing, persuade you that it is. There are four different types of discourse, academic, political, popular, and food industry. Academic discourse provides evidence to support claims and does not focus on personal responsibility. Kelly D. Brownell, a dean of Stanford School of Public Policy at Duke, states that Coke focused on pushing in a lot of calories, but then their philanthropy is focused on the calories out part, the exercise. By focusing on exercise and calories out, Coke overlooks the issue of their products containing high amounts of calories that contribute to the obesity crisis. I agree with Brownell because Coke contradicts themselves by focusing primarily on calories out and exercise and does not realize the amount of calories in their drinks. Um, I agree with you, Alexa. I think that Coke will never actually admit that their sugary drinks contribute, contribute to the obesity crisis because of the conflict of interest. I agree, Mace, but at the same time, it's one's choice to buy Coke or not, and if it causes your own obesity. I think sugary drinks such as Coke can lead to obesity because it has a lot of sugary in it and caffeine, too. So now we will go to Mace, who will now discuss political discourse. So political discourse is when an elected official talks about the obesity crisis. And the elected official we're going to talk about today is former First Lady Michelle Obama. So back in May of 2010, she founded an obesity campaign called Let's Move. And their slogan is America's Move to Raise a healthy, Healthier Generation of Kids. And this obesity campaign aims to reduce childhood obesity. The website itself is really well organized. It's got five main tabs. So the first tab has basic information about the campaign. It'll tell you everything that you need to know about it. The second one is all about eating healthy, and it's filled with information about food and nutrition, and it's got a lot of healthy recipes available. The next tab talks about actually getting out there and being active, and it stresses the importance of a healthy lifestyle. Another tab talks about taking action and working towards your goals. And the last one talks about joining together to, to, to defeat the obesity crisis. That's a great point, Mace. I think that Michelle Obama's obesity campaign was a very successful attempt to reduce the childhood obesity rate as a whole. She allowed the public to come together and work together to reduce the obesity crisis. I think it is a, it is a good website because it educates people about uh, to be, um, be healthy and it provides good recipes and healthy foods. She's only been in the office for about a year and she put it together so fast, which I think is really successful. I also have another example of political discourse. Chicago City Council states they proposed a soda tax in 2012 to help address the city's obesity problem, but Coca-Cola donated $3 million to establish fitness programs in more than 60 of the city's community centers. In other words, the initiative to tax soda ultimately failed. Although I agree with Chicago City Council on proposing a tax on soda, I cannot accept the fact that the tactic to tax soda failed most likely due to Coca-Cola's donating money to the fitness programs. Um, I agree with you, Alexa. If there's a tax proposed on any product, the food industry will jump in and try to stop that tax from happening. I agree, but at the same time, it's one's choice to buy Coke or not, and if it causes your own obesity. 
Uh, and now we're going to go to Sharuk with popular discourse. Popular discourse is basically what people are saying about a certain topic. An example would be a Canadian comedian by the name of Nicole Arbor and her popular YouTube video called Dear Fat People. In this video, Nicole claims that people who are obese should be ashamed until they stop their quote-unquote bad habits. Nicole makes rude comments against fat people like you should stop eating and that big bone is not a thing. She also mentions that she doesn't feel bad and that fat people are causing their own health risks. I agree with you, Sheru, that Nicole Arbor made rude comments within the film. My feelings on her opinion are mixed. I do support her statement on making better choices and eating healthier foods, but I do not agree on her idea on shaming people with bad habits to make them stop. I believe shaming people would not be an effective way to make them lose weight and, in fact, do the exact opposite. Um, I've actually seen this video before, and I read that she uploaded it just to get attention and to rise to fame. I think it's a very sensitive topic to make a video about obese people just to make money off of it. Um, I think that it definitely is a sensitive topic. You know, someone's weight isn't something that people usually like to bring up, and she just has all this anger and rage, and she's just fully, like, putting it out there for everyone to see, so that's crazy. Yeah, the main the main goal of that video, I felt like, was just for general public, like, just to entertain them, not really, like pure facts, just her entertainment on the general public. Mm -hmm. She did mention that her whole point of the video was to make money and that to further her career. So she also made other videos before this one doing the same thing. So I think it's just about the money and her career. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. And now we have Hanadi with food industry. Food industry is a bunch of different businesses that provide food. It focuses on personal responsibility and balancing calories in which and cal with calories out. According to the APE exclusive How Candy Makers Shape Nutrition Science article, it shows that children who eat candy tend to eat less than those who don't. Also, the article provides studies that shows children and teenagers who eat candy are less overweighted or obese. I disagree with this article because I did I did do research and all the results were that sugar is the leading contribu contributor to obesity in both children and adults. Also because the effect of sugar on hormones and, and the brain, sugar dramatically, dramatically increases the risk of becoming overweight or obese. Also every brand of candy or chocolate wants us to know about their brand and so, like, we could love it, so then we would see it, like, we would be more likely to buy it. Wow, that's crazy. I mean, your whole life you're taught, don't eat that chocolate bar, don't eat that donut, you'll get fat. But there's this whole new concept that that's not actually the case. It's actually due to lack of exercise that the kids are getting, but it's not actually the sugar. Yeah, exactly, Mace. Like, I agree with that article, too, because it seems that it's just trying to shape the public opinion that kids who eat candy weigh less, but... I believe, like, the study was conducted in a favorable, favorable way, which the conclusions were definitely delivered for the funders in their favor. We all know that candy is full of sugar, and eating it all the time will cause obesity, so they're just encouraging that it doesn't, but we would know that it does. That's so crazy, though. I mean, your whole life, like, no sugar, no sugar, but it's a different concept now.
Yeah, it's amazing how, like, the researchers will just conduct a study just for the benefit of that food company and give them results that are just not correct for the public to seem like that is correct, but it'll shape the public opinion on that product. I still feel like I don't entirely believe in it. I mean, I do feel like sugar does play a huge role in obesity, and yeah, you should be getting exercise as well, but sugar is bad for you. I mean, it's a known fact. Yeah, and that's just the way the food industry tries to make you seem like their product isn't bad, but really... It, it leads to the obesity crisis and contributes to it, but they never want it, They will never admit it because of their conflict of interest. Next, we will move on to uh, the food industry, which will be talked about by Hanavi. How food industry um, discourse talk about is by focusing on the personal responsibility and political discourse can propose tasks on products which influence the food industry. food industry tends to have a conflict of interest which focuses on personal responsibility and balancing calories in with calories out. It is often said that the food industry changes the public opinion by funding nonprofit organizations which makes the research turn out in the food industry's favor. The American Beverage Association states they supported a group of researchers to conduct another review of the link between soft drinks and body weight since the original results were not in their favor. On the other hand, the two authors conducted multiple industry-funded studies in the past, and one was employed by the American Beverage Association when the study was published. The outcome of the study showed that the consumption of soft drinks is not related to negative outcomes. By focusing on getting the results they wanted, the ABA overlooks the deeper problem of their product, causing negative health outcomes that contribute to the obesity crisis. I disagree with the results from this study because there is bias due to one of the authors being employed by the ABA when the study was published. Common sense seems to dictate that food industries would not spend the money if there was nothing in return. And that covers all the types of discourse and concludes today's newscast on discourse on obesity. I'm Alexa. I'm Hannity. I'm Sharuk. I'm Mason. We'll see you next week on AHSM News.